I'm strapped up. Nothing. What was that about? Let's make the fight happen. We strapped the fuck up. Yes, 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 ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode 126 of the Strap Season Podcast. I'm your boy Cam. I'm your boy Flows. And as always, guys, please make sure you head over to Strap Season Pod or Strap Season Podcast. Those are our Twitter and Instagram pages. Um, link in the bio of both of those pages will take you to where we're situated at streaming-wise. Um, whether that's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, if you like audio, Spotify, YouTube, if you like visuals. Please make sure you go, subscribe, like, run all them views up, etc. 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 Leave us a review in the comment. Yes, um, yeah, man. This episode can be it's, it might be explosive still. It might be the, yo, Flo, this episode might be serious. Yo. <laughs> yo, I, just, I just remember what this episode should be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Man, this episode, this episode is, is, is be very yeah. we, we got a lot to say. We got a lot to Yikes. say. Hey. Yeah. Uh, yeah, listeners, you already know what it is. Last week we, we did previewed the Chris Eubank Lewis Smith card. Um, we got to talk about it straight away. Mm. Obviously, it's been a <laughs> it's been a very eventful weekend for boxing. That card was very eventful. Um before I don't know, do you straight into the main event, or do you want to quickly just you know just quickly brush over Let's get the, to the main uh, event? Straight to the main event, yeah. Yeah, I said, I said, no foreplay. Straight into it, yeah. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, man. Chris Eubank Jr., Liam Smith, all the talking. I think it's really right for us that we start with the preamble, right? Um, okay. Yeah, we we tend, we tend to do this when it comes to the big fights, especially when there's, especially when especially when man are talking spicy because man <laughs> were talking spicy. Let's be real, they were talking hella spicy. Yeah. Um. Yeah, what are your highlights for the preamble flows? Obviously, it's, I guess it's the whole um, <laughs> the whole LGBTQ comments and cheating allegations being thrown left, right, and center. Um, mm. Obviously, we know we know what Chris Eubank brings. We know what he does. One of the best trolls I've ever seen in my life. One of the best trolls in boxing history. Just superb. It's made his his trolling yeah. abilities made him more likable. Um, Leon Smith did bite. I think most of Eubank's opponents bite. Elizabeth did bite, he rose to it. And uh, apart from the usual Eubank antics in terms of I'm gonna cook you, so not cook saute. Um or, apart from all them saute. <laughs> <sauté>. <laughs> apart from them usual comments, it got a bit unsavory, let's put it that way. I think it was what the night before the fight, the final presser. Was it the it was final presser, wasn't it? I think it was. Um yeah. where I think before the weigh in. Yeah, day before the weigh in. Yeah, day before the weigh in. Uh so the first day. I think uh how did it even start again? Once again, it's very schoolboy, very name y like you know, schoolboy playground sort of beef. Um Smith has basically alluded to the fact that he's they've never seen Chris Eubank with a girl. That's what he even said to him, do you even like girls? Like alludes <laughs> to them facts. Basically alludes to the fact that yeah, no one's ever seen Chris Eubank with a girl, blah, 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 blah. I don't even know I can't remember first how they even got into the topic of talking about women. Do you? I can't remember. Um I think I, I'm, I'm not even sure. I, I, I'm not sure. I didn't watch the full presser, so I think. I, but I think what people were saying is um, he was he was talking about how fake Eubank is. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Eubank fake hairline. Why, why yes. You, why you sliding into my DMs? Only women yeah. sliding into my DMs. I think he was yeah. saying stuff of that nature. Yeah. So Neil Smith was calling him out on. Uh, he's talking about this. He's talking about that. But mm. you're you're fake. You're you're, you're lying. Basically, I yeah. think that's what led to it. Yeah. Yeah. And then he went on to the whole talk about how his headline's fake or tightly his headline on, etc. Mm. And yeah. Then yeah, came the women comment. Eubank has given a uh, interesting rebuttal. Let's put it that way, Floyd. <laughs> uh, I think what he's <laughs> what was his first rebuttal initially? He said, Oh, I'm happy. <laughs> he said that uh, what did he say? He said uh, if you my private life is my private life. Yeah. Fair enough, and he says he's happy, he's comfortable. Fair <laughs> enough. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I know other man would have had a different response. Like, an Adrian Broder would have yeah. had a different response to that. Yeah. But, <laughs> um, but the yeah. thing is, Smith said something about you know, is there something you want? Basically, he said, I think it was literally life. Is there something you want to tell us? Implying mm-hmm. that Eubank could be in the closet, 
Uh, and that's when obviously Eubanks said, I'm happy, my private life, my private life, blah, blah. And he then went on to say, I've heard from multiple sources that you treat your wife on the regular, basically. And he then followed up with, I'd rather be, a no, I'd rather be gay than a cheat or something like that. I think he said something like that. Something, something ridiculous like that, basically. Um, and you know, Sky, they're very, um, in fact, they're over the top with it, I think, Sky, in terms of making sure everything's PC and there's no like unsavory scenes. You know how it is when there's a slip of a tongue with sweat and they're quick to say, oh, yeah, very, very sorry for the language you heard about, but you know, you know how Sky are, right? They're very, very over the top oh. with it, I think. So I think Sky themselves are what's really what really blew out of proportion, really, because it's just two fighters going back and forth. And didn't I think I saw reports about how like it was being investigated by by was it B, B, um, BBC or C whatever it is or was it BBC I can't remember one of those one of the things I think yeah. we're investigating it, right board of control yeah yeah, yeah. Like it's, like, it's 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 enough. what fight so fighters can't have their back and forth anymore like nothing bad was even said one yeah, guy was... implied that someone might be gay. The other guy said the other guy's a cheat, and that was it. Like, what's what's? Uh, I, I don't get what's what the issue. Yeah, man, I, I think the media made a huge deal of it, M- mounting over, um, mounting out. Social world. media as well, man. Social media yeah, as true. well. People, yeah. people need to get a grip. This, this, this is boxing. Yeah, it was game. childish, but these lot have been in camp. Whatever things are gonna boil over, it's bubbling up. They're weight draining or whatever. They're trying to make weight. Mm. Tensions, are, tensions run high. This is by far not the worst. Presser, we've heard, but yo, if we could run through the, the, the comments that we see in presses, <laughs> yo, oh this, this is not even close. Even eight, we've had worse aging presses than this one. Yes, we've asked him a question. Do you have something to tell us? He was very smart with his words, yeah, he didn't mention sexuality whatsoever, yeah, and because Mac was smart as well by flipping it and he's the one who was talking about gay mentioning ah yeah. you're saying I'm gay no one said you're gay no one, <laughs> no one said, said gay. that yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no one said no one mentions gay but you knew what you were doing you you, you wanted to f- twist it as well and make it to something you're not the same way I made Khan try to twist Kel Brook's words <laughs> and say ah oh, yeah you're, you're race, racist <laughs> these times most people thought they were the same race <laughs> so <laughs> Yeah. No, it was also remember when uh, Brooke was saying about how no, there was that, but also remember yeah, when Brooke the... said, Yeah, I'm saying it was that, there was one, but also yeah. the stuff where Brooke said, Oh, yeah, we shared a room together, blah blah. And the car went, Whoa, Khan was, calling... was calling him gay, and Khan was yeah. accusing him of being racist, like yeah. he was, <laughs> Papa <Dom> just... <laughs> yeah, he called him and said, That's racist. I said, Oh, what did you mean by that? And like they all try to manipulate the audience as well. They try to manipulate the, the narrative yeah. and get yeah. people to turn on people. That's what Eubank Jr. kind of done in this yeah. situation. And he obviously brought his family into the mix by talking about his personal relationship with his wife. Yeah. All of unsavory, like, again, but not a big deal. It's childish. It's just childish. It's playground, bro. Yeah. And the outrage that followed was ridiculous to me because it's like these, yeah. like, our favorite boxers have said much worse. Our bro, goats have said much Mike worse. Mike Tyson said, I'm gonna do you love me. Like man drop the F word live or do you love me? Yeah, we've heard some crazy that F word. The the other F word, yeah. That yeah, that F word. But we have heard some nuts things coming for boxers. Let's be real. I want to eat his children. And it's a praise to our love. Adrian Broner, these people, all these yeah. men do it. It happens, man. It's just boxing. I don't want you guys to suck media, so social media, and general media. Let's not suck the spirit out of boxing, man, because it's it, this is part of it's part of it. In fact, to me, this was this was kind of smelly. Like I prefer, real, bro. I prefer, yeah. you know me. I like I prefer real spicy talk. Like this to me was very, very, very. This was zesty. <laughs> I prefer <laughs> the. Spirit. Hella zesty. I prefer the real spice. You know what I mean? Like, so, this so to me, nothing. bro, this was so light to me. So I'm there thinking, why is everyone like going about it? Blah blah. But yeah, I, was, I guess like, it, he, it, I, look, I, I, I know I know what Sky is gonna big up because it it still drums up publicity regardless. So Sky will take that and run with it. But social media was talking too much for my liking about simple playground comments, man. One that deep. Honestly, when I first watched it, I thought nothing of it. Yeah, I thought nothing I, I, of it. I, thought I just laughed. <laughs> I came back the moving. next day. 
I've seen ESPN saying anti-gay comments. Yeah. Um, I was like, what? <laughs> I was confused. <laughs> no one mentioned sexuality. If yep. anyway, I don't want to dwell on it too much, but yeah, yeah, it is what it is. Um, um that you that you back up. Yeah, but you back being the ultimate troll that he is. He rambled it way in. We see he's got the LGBTQ, the rainbow band on. Mm. Um, whatever. Obviously, and he put his little comment on his on his on his Twitter. You know, I'm fighting for inclusivity, work kind of stuff. You know what? I'm there thinking hey, you back is a real prick because he actually doesn't believe anything he's typing right now, but he's just doing it just to rub with it. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's now their champion. Cool. <laughs> um. So that was the preamble. That was the build up. That was yeah. Apart from the usual antics. That was kind of what came up um, towards the end of the uh, fight week. Fight itself, man. Fight itself. Flows. It's like, I, you know, we have to, we, we talk about when, when we're right with the predictions. We also got to talk about when we're wrong. Because we both said that we thought Eubank was going to take this. I slapped a poll up on our pod Instagram page. Who who, who you guys got between, you know, on, on our story, between obviously Eubank and Smith. So, do you want to know the results of that poll? 100%. 100% Eubank. Really? Usually, usually with the polls, you know, there's usually at least one for the other fighter, at least one. But obviously, you know who the yeah. favourite. I think this is the first one in recent memory flows on the polls that I put up on the IG that all was in favour of one man. Eubank, 100%. No one voted for Liam Smith. No one. So, this, let's not make mistake, no mistake about it, Flores. This was a shock. This was this was an upset. Yeah. Um, Over yeah. In the overall yeah, it was, conversation, it, it, was it, it was because of the general consensus. Yes, yes. Um, yes. It's not an upset because it's not saying Liam Smith is we, we said that Liam yeah. Smith is, is a pro, is proper. He's not he's not food. But general consensus was we thought Eubank should have the class to to take Liam Smith and win. I think we both said points. I think we both said points to be fair. So yeah, but win on points at least. Yeah. Um, all the tools were in Eubank's favour, in my opinion, in terms of size, the natural athleticism and explosiveness, um, and just more range to his game in the sense that, you know, he's a bit more fluid of his punches, all that kind of stuff. Whereas Liam Smith is good, good boxer, but maybe a bit more limited, if you know what I mean, Flo's. Not, again, not shade into it, no shade to him, but just in that sense, I feel like Eubank had a bit more tools. So all of that points to Eubank winning. But... Yeah, yeah. What uh, transpired, flows was yeah. There you go. I, I will say, um, it's more. I think I said it last. He has, he has like the the, the athleticism and the build and stuff. Eubank Junior. and it's a one sixty. And we talked about it last episode that Lewis Smith. Is this his first fight at one sixty or second? First fight in one sixty. First fight. So he's been at one fifty four. He's 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 older. I think when you look at him, he's boxed. The ability, he's he's actually the better boxer. I think you saw that in in, in portions yeah, of the fight. I know, I know what you mean. Eubank, yeah. Eubank has the better reach. He's faster. Expected to be stronger. Expected him to have the better chin too. Yeah, and, yeah Eubank, Eubank's never been down. We've, we've seen Smith down. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Yeah, he's yeah. So, he, in fact, Eubank is known for yeah. He's known for his chin. Yeah, never, he's never. Meant, ne- he's meant to have a good chin. Hey, we'll talk about it. So um, yeah, I, I think yeah, uh, that all leads towards Eubank's favor. But I think you have to give Smith credit because oh yeah, in terms of boxing ability, he's actually very sound. He's very technically. Good. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. He's very very he's secure. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very very technically secure. Um, is Liam yeah. Smith in terms of boxing ability? It's not flashy or anything, but it's mm. sound. Um, many boxers like that. Remember how we used to say Mikey Garcia is a perfect example of that. Michael Garcia was never flashing that, but he did everything to everything technically so sound, so a, mm. a high level back then that yeah. that's what made him gave him the edge. But and Smith is similar to that in that sense. Um, yeah, so this fight's lasted four rounds. Um, which again, I don't think anyone saw Eubank being dispatched in this way, someone that's never been down, never really been hurt like that. To go like that in four rounds, mad. Uh, round one flows. I actually gave, I believe I gave the first round to Smith. Uh, I gave the first round to Smith. And that's because I think he landed a couple good. There was one particular telling shot as well that he landed. Fairly cagey, but Smith timed Eubank a few times with his overhand. And 
straight away from the off flows, I said, boy, Eubank looks too loose for my liking. Hands down, trying to rely on reflexes, kind of. I, I would like it for him going forward from this round, tying things up and also box and use a jab. Because he wasn't really jabbing in that first round. He wasn't really jabbing in that first round. So, yeah, that first round, I kind of gave to Smith, which was surprising because Smith is known for being a bit of a slow starter sometimes. Takes him a while to warm up. But I just felt like he came forward with a purpose and he was able to time. It's quite clear that obviously Eubank had the edge in speed. But as you know, with boxing, the old story goes in the fight game, timing beats speed. And Smith has good timing and he was timing Eubank quite nicely in that first round to land the better shots in that first round for me to give him that round. But it was it was fairly tight. It wasn't like a clear whatever. But for me, I thought he landed the better shots in that first round. And straight away, like I said, I wanted Eubank to just time up the defense because this guy's got timing and you can't do the hands low thing. But yeah, that was my take on the first round. What about you? Did you give the first round to, do you remember who, how you scored that first round? Yeah, um, Remember last episode, I said if Eubank fights in a certain way, then he, he'll struggle. <laughs> and Roy Jones' way. Yeah. And he basically we'll kind, of, he kind, of, he kind of started like that. And I was like, yeah, don't do this, bro. Like you say, too loose. And he didn't seem comfortable in that south to be watching him. He didn't yeah. look like it was natural to him. Yeah. Which I think you and Danny might have said in the past where he thought that Mark Rawson, that he tried yeah. it then. Yep. Um, it didn't look, didn't look natural to me. It looks like he weren't comfortable in it. Not erratic with it, but just like awkward. It looks yep. awkward with him doing it. Yep. And Neil Smith caught him a few times in, in that round. So it was like, yeah, I gave it to Smith as well. Yeah. That round. Um, yeah, that's how the first round went to me. It just didn't look natural to me. Yeah. I didn't like the look of it. I'll be honest. Yes. Now, second round I thought was Kajia. And I believe from what I remember, I gave the second round to Eubank, but just about yeah. it was it, very close. Again, it wasn't much in it at all. I just felt like, okay, in that second round, he got a bit better. Towards the end of the second round, I think he started jabbing a bit more. And um, yeah, he just, he just, I think he just landed the better shots in that second round. But yeah, it was, it was kind of cagey that second round, to be honest. And Again, I was still not happy with the stance that he was using and what he was employing. Still trying to do the Roy Jones thing, hands low. He got timed a few times, but not, not as much as that first round. And I, I'm, from that second round, I can see, okay, I think Eubank is starting to wake up a little bit. I'm expecting a, a good third round from him now because, yeah, he, he, you know, he's warmed up a little bit. Let's go. And I think then moving on to the third round flow. So you gave second, you gave second round to Eubank as well. Yeah, yeah. I I so, we, so we can agree that the third round now is where we saw Eubank's best round. Yeah. By far. Um, mm. Come out straight away, flows urgent. Tri I'm seeing a triple jab. And the jab is, bro, the jab was... Well, that whole round, the jab was fantastic, flows. It, mm. it, it's, it's, it's a no-brainer. You're the, you're the taller man, the longer man. You jab nicely, you can keep this guy on the inside because Smith can only do work when he comes in and steps to you. So he was jabbing like a madman in that third round and it was sick to watch. It was really good. Moving around nicely. And then you get the Eubank explosiveness, the fluid shots. You know what he tried to do, kind of. And yeah. I don't think he, I don't know if he truly hurt Smith, but he caught him with a couple of good combinations that were like, ooh, like Smith, he, he might have him unraveled here a little bit if he was if he had, was given more, more time. But yeah, definitely that third round was when you could see that Eubank has warmed up now fully. And this is what I'm sort of expecting to see now for good portions of the fight. Obviously, I knew Smith will have his moments, but this is what I expected. You know, Eubank using that jab, keeping him on the outside, picking him off with shots as he tries to come in and timing him. You saw Eubank constantly had that right hand cocked. He was ready to jab, 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 and then smash that right. Every time Smith tried to come in, Eubank was trying to time him with that right hand. He, he caught him a few times in that third round. Uppercuts as well, caught him a few of that. And yeah... But again, folks, I stressed, even in that third one, I said, yo, much better round from Eubank, but still tighten up the defense because he's still getting timed. So just tighten. All, yeah. you, all you've got to do is put your hand up, bro. That's not, it's not literally. Yeah. Just put, just put your hand up. Stop this hands low thing. Put your hand up because you're still, he's still, he's still getting timed. And I was, that's the only thing I was worried about. He's getting timed. He needs to tighten my defense. Stop the Roy Jones stuff. Just get behind, boxing behind your jab and moving. Um, yeah. How, yeah. how was that third round for you, bro? Um, I like to do the, I like the jab. So when the jab is yeah. doing what it's meant to do, 
like breaking the guards, tripling up on the jab. The jab's landing. It's not a jab that's just out there to be a range fighter. It's a jab that has intentions. And yep. we were seeing that. And he also, like you say, he had the right hand ready. Mm. As a, ready to kind of land as well. He was throwing the uppercut, which was deterring Leo Smith yep. from coming in because yep. he, he was swinging that uppercut a few times. Um, <laughs> and yeah, he seemed to grow in confidence. Like, okay, yeah. Um, I, I, found, I found my rhythm here. It felt like, and I felt like he, he, he looks like he was a bit too confident too early because I was saying to you, don't get greedy here. Yeah. <laughs> like, what you're doing with the jab is good. Don't get yeah. greedy and yeah. start to try to come forward and think Liam Smith <laughs> is just going to let you walk him down and beat him bro, up. Flows, bro, really, that fell around, yeah, he's feeling it, boy. <laughs> Man, really, <laughs> what's the other round? Brian Roy Jones, hands low. <laughs> like, hands low. <laughs> His hands were down, no guard. <laughs> and while we're swinging combinations, trying to, I was like, don't, don't get greedy. Like, no yeah. way. Like, and yeah. what I think Roy told him at, at the start of the third round yep. that keep boxing and moving and you yep. have the right hand, go to the body as well. He was doing that. So yep. he was listening to Roy, but I just don't like the, the stance he was taking, like you said. Yep. But Roy's advice was sound. If you jab and move and box and do what you've done that round without getting greedy, that, that, could, win, that could win you the final points quite comfortably. And if you need to, you can go up the gears and see if Liam Smith is fading, but he seemed yeah. like, ah, oh, he was feeling himself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I quite, and to be fair, when you're emulating Roy Jones, you are going to feel yourself. Yeah. If, if it's working, I can't lie. You will. Yeah, of course. That's my favourite boxer. Yeah, what? That's course. my favourite boxer. So I can imagine you feel yourself for sure. Yeah. But yeah. Great round from you, Bank Junior. Yeah. But yeah. Bro, off the back of that round, you're not thinking what's going to happen in the fourth round, right? But it happened, nah. man. And we got to talk about it, man. Um, I can't, I'm trying to remember how it even began. One one minute I'm seeing man in the middle of a ring doing his thing. Next thing I know, folks, he's in the corner, backed up. And, and I'm just seeing Liam Smith unload. This is like a seven, eight punch combination. And Eubank, by the way, has not got his hands up in this combination, by the way. Hands are down. He's trying to shoulder roll. And do you know what I mean? He's trying to gun lead with it. And one of these shots... Because to be fair, he was roaring with a few of them. But there was one particular one that was telling. I think it was the right hand with it for your crease. <laughs> yeah, I oh, think it was... Man. <laughs> yeah. But uh, he, bro, he didn't have his hands up once, by the way, in this flurry. So Liam Smith has got him trapped against the ropes. Flurry. Flurry of shots. Seven shots. Eight shots. Bro is there, hands down, trying to trying to roll with it. And then one of the shots finally gets through. Uh, it was an uppercut, wasn't it? It was an uppercut, I swear, Flores. Yeah, an uppercut is what hurt him badly, I think. Yeah. Yes, that, that's the shot that really did him. So it was a dirty uppercut. That's what, that's what messed up his legs. And he was kind of on the way down, kind of. And he got caught again with another another hook, I think it was. It might have been a straight. And that's what struck to Eubank. And I've I've just gone, wait, what? <laughs> because it's come out of nowhere. It's, come out, it's truly come out of nowhere. This is the fact that I had Eubank up 2-1. He had his best round just now. And then now he's on a on a canvas, yeah, out of nowhere, bro. You know what was so funny? Because watching it on TV, the camera was behind Eubank Junior, so you could see Liam Smith unloaded, yeah. but you couldn't see what shots were landing. Yeah, clean. you couldn't yeah. really see it, and so I couldn't see what was landing and what, what hurt him. And he's dropped. And next week, the camera pans to the other side of the ring, and you can see Eubank Junior sports <laughs> sports out in the corner. Like, yo, what? Yeah. Like, what happened? You can't, you couldn't see the shot that it, was. It, it just came, it, it seemed like it was out of nowhere. And yeah, I guess the camera thing played into it because, like I say, one minute he was dead, one minute, next minute he's, he's he's like this. I thought, wait, what? Now, he went, you see him go down at the camera shot. Yeah. So you don't even know how he's like, if he's collapsed or if he's taken a knee really or yeah. if he just fold. He was spread up. <laughs> and I'm like, the, obviously, he's, he's jumped up now. Like quickly, and flows the minute he's jumped up. I said, "This fight's over," because his legs. Yeah, you put it love. You put it well. He was his legs were getting sturdy. <laughs> his legs, right? Right? <laughs> hold on, yeah. hold on, hold on. Damn, damn. Ah, oh, yikes, man. Oh, dog. 
peak flows, peak. Legs doing the stanky leg. His body was going this way. Legs were going that way. Legs fully betrayed him. He couldn't, bro, he, he legs finished. He could barely walk. Like, he tried His to go this way. The, the referee has had to, <laughs> the referee's actually, actually had to move into position and be like, yo, stay there. Because he was going the other way. His legs decided to get him up from that corner and yep. go to the other side of the ring. Lewis Smith had to go to the other corner. Yeah, the ref had to move him, bro. The ref had to position him somewhere mm. else. Legs gone. And the ref, the ref said, walk to me. And you back didn't walk to me. He, he stood still. He stood to the ref. He, 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 yeah. <laughs> he, he didn't walk to the... He, he, he ended up going the other way and the ref just said, continue. <laughs> he didn't walk to the ref. The, the, the ref, yeah. The ref didn't even do the walking thing. He just like, all right, cool, carry on. I said it was over. This is the, that those legs look finished. Obviously, Liam Smith has come in now, rushed in. He's kind of you kind of tried to grab him, but he's got no legs. He's got no he's got no base to support him. So he was kind of like already wobbly. So then Liam Smith hit him with another bomb, dropped him again. The referee has called time straight away after that second one. Yeah. Eubanks then tried to get up. <laughs> Liam Smith has walked to the obviously Eubanks side to start celebrating with the crowd and stuff. <laughs> referee's called that you bag clearly he has not even clock where, where he's at the, the CT is strong he's then started walking towards you like he's going to carry on fighting and then the, that's when he's uh, that's when the referee's had to stop him I think his roids jumped in and held him <laughs> so I'll tell you what it reminded me of you know what <laughs> you know <laughs> hey for my, for my for my Naruto fans here hit, um, Hin- Neji versus Hinata when he was going for her <laughs> and the Johnny's <laughs> jumped in and had to restrain <laughs> Oh, uh, that, bro, mad scenes, crazy, crazy scenes. They had to calm you back down. And obviously, had to realize that, bro, the fight's over, my guy. Like, you lost. He didn't know where he was. His brain was just trying to take him to fight. Legs were saying, Mm-mm, no way. Bro, this is, a, this is a real damn loss, man. You know what? To be fair, it was, um, What's his name? Liver Smith's trainer, Joe McNally, who came and grabs Eubank. Oh, was it him? Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Okay. Joe Jones was still out the ring. It was him. Yeah. Because all um, Liver Smith's corner jumped to the ring to celebrate. Yeah. But his trainer, Joe McNally, just went straight over to Eubank, grabbed him because Eubank was still ready to scrap. Yeah, he was trying to scrap. He just didn't know where he was. Liver yeah. Smith was ready to back him again. <laughs> but one of these corner grabbed him to celebrate. Yeah. And Joe McDally went straight over to you, Mike. Obviously, yeah. to see the guy. That was good for McNally. Yeah. That was sick for him. Grabbed him. Sick. Pat, Pat yeah. was about, took him to his corner. Then Boy Jones got in, held him. So, oh, yeah. yeah. That That is yeah. real good work from Joe McNally because yeah. Eubank, he didn't know where he was, man. He had no idea yeah. where he was. Um, bruh. This, we have to cook it. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. I'm so so sorry, Eubank. Yeah, we do. I'm Chris, you, hey, thanks, thanks for the trolling. Well, it's time to finish. No, that's it. The hey, the hey, oh man, the troll has been fantastic. You've given me so many laughs recently. You've been jokes. But we said it last week, and we've said it so many times. You can't have world title aspirations, and you're getting knocked out by Liam Smith in the fourth. No shade to Liam Smith. We've said so many times this is a good fighter. If you don't prepare for him, you're going to lose. We said, we highlighted last week, Liam Smith's resume compared to Eubank is way better. Much better resume. But then with the quality opponents, but for someone that wants to be a champion and challenge for these guys, Triple G, Charlo, you really ought to be putting Liam Smith away. Certainly not being knocked out in four rounds. I'm so, so sorry. Have to call him. Have to call him. Yeah, he deserves it. And he brought it on himself. Before yeah. I call him, I'll, I'll give him credit for two things. Okay. One, I think he cut up way too quickly. Inexperience. And I think, uh, yeah, I think because he's never been down, he doesn't know what it's... He, Literally. He yeah. got way too quickly. He should have got, got on the knee and then found his feet, got up. He should have used the count. He didn't. And that cost him. Maybe yeah. he felt, he said he felt he could have fought on. It didn't look like it. No, he could That's just surprising. It's time to recover. Same thing with Zab Juno when he lost to... Um, What's the name? Costa Zoo. Yep. Got way too quickly, and that's what yep. cost him a fight. If he took a knee, whatever. Yeah. Second thing I give him credit for, he's not a quitter because he got up and wanted to scrap. Yeah. So no one, yeah, no one can chat to him. No yeah. one can chat to him about quitting. He didn't he didn't fold. <laughs> now to cook him, this guy, he said Liam Smith's easier than Connor Ben. Yep. Remember that? And yep. he said if he lost to Connor Ben, he'd retire. 
Yep. He said he only needs to be 50%. Yep. He said he needed 60% for Conor Ben, 50%. Yep. And Liam Swift has knocked you out, spoiled you out the first time he's moved up to 160. You let someone from 154 come and do that to you. And 160 has legit big punches. Legit punches. <laughs> legit punches. People would say I'm harsh with him. I'm not harsh with him. I've said from day, I don't think this guy's going to win the world title. Unless he fights for a vacant and gets a bump. Mm. I said, did we not did we not go through the champions last week? He said, yeah. So I personally still think he loses to the Triple G. He loses to Charlo. And that Beck brother might beat him up as well. He's had, he's had a, bro, he's had, a, he's had a history of this in his career. Every time Chris Eubank has actually once stepped up to fight a credible opponent. Yeah. Has he not fallen short? Billy Joe fell short. George Groves gave him a boxing lesson, fell short. With one arm. With one arm, yeah. With one and, arm. And now Liam Smith, credible opponent, has knocked him out in four. He is not hit. He, look, he's not going to be it. Never was it. It is what it is. For you now, you're going to have to make your name doing these catchweight money fights. Call out Jake Paul, I don't know. But as a serious person in 160 pounds, I'm not taking him seriously. See, a lot of people were saying that they think he's drained and that 160 is an issue for him. That's pos- that's the reason for his punch resistance being so short. People were saying that oh, he, sh- he needs to be at 168. He can't he can't do keep doing 160 anymore because it's too tough for him. I say that fair enough if that's the case, but even at 168, he's getting smoked by everyone. Yeah. By everyone. I mean that as well. He's not it. And Flows, I've said it before. You highlighted it earlier in this pod. I've, I'll keep saying it. This poor imitation of Roy Jones Jr. has to stop now. It has to stop. You are not him, and you will never be him. This hands down, trying to rely on your reflexes, you can't do it, and you never will be able to do it. Give it up, man. I'm I, sick of it. I'm sick of it. I hate I hate when fighters try it. You know me. I hate when fighters I made a history of calling Broner for trying to imitate Floyd too much. I don't like it. Yeah. Stop doing it. Any, all You're these imitators... All these imitators stop it. Like these guys are, are masters of their craft, legit. Like it's don't try this at home kind of thing. Bro, don't try, these men try are, it. Bro, flows. These men are anomalies. They're aliens. We're not going to see another Roy Jones. We're not going to see another Broner. I mean, Floyd. <laughs> That's what happens when you try it. You get stopped. Josh Kelly stopped. Yeah. You back. Jesus stopped. Adrian Broner stopped. Yeah. You beat up badly. But he he got he got he knocked out. He got knocked down, knocked down a couple of times. Yeah, yeah. 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 Got made turned into a meme. Yeah. Stop stop trying it. Um yes, it's sad. I I, was, I agree you should retire because you're supposed to you're you're, you're weight drained, let's say, but you you've made weight fine, you made the catch weight with um Connor Ben fine. Everyone was saying you looked in great shape. No one was saying weight drained until after the fight. Everyone yeah. said he looked in great shape. So, and once again, you move up to 168, there's bigger punches there. Facts. There's, there's bigger punches there. Liam Smith ain't... <laughs> to be fair, he's been on a KO streak, but he's not known to be a, a huge no, he's puncher. Not, he's not known to be a huge puncher. <laughs> and he looked like a huge puncher last night based on what he did yeah. to your legs. Uh, and your face. I, again, I... Yeah, bro, massive cocoa under his... Bro, I... I've got no theories. To, I, I don't know the answers as to why his Eubank, his U, the Eubank, the Eubank, famous Eubank chin, has miraculously now looked shot to pieces. Because, I, yeah, I've I've no answers to that. I don't know. Um, but yeah, he is known for having a good chin. Never touched a canvas before. But then you question: Has he actually been in with monster punches? We don't actually know. Yeah, that's the, that's 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 my question. I, I I can't really say he's been in with monster punches. I won't lie. George yeah, Gross wasn't a, wasn't a monster puncher. Neither was Billy Joe. Billy Joe. And yeah, those are the two the most girl, credible. No. Those those are the two most fit. credible names, right? So on, on your resume. So Billy Joe and Thingy. And none of those guys are monster punches. Yeah, oh yeah, and the girl, of course. The girl was a champion. So Arthur Abraham. Renault Quinlan. Like these guys aren't mega punches. So yeah. yeah. Maybe that Look. chin. Maybe, maybe maybe we've been gassing up empty buckets. Maybe we've been there. Maybe, maybe it's 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 got a reputation for no reason. Wait, well we know reputation. This is dad's reputation. Let's be real. Exactly. I've never I've never these chips. I've never said it's chips. I've never mentioned it until this. It's a label he has. But I've it's never the build up for this fight. Everyone says he's yeah. got a chin, chin, chin. 
His dad had the chin, not him. His dad was him. <laughs> he isn't him. <laughs> his yeah. dad was that guy, bro. He's not. He never has his been. Dad, look, his dad was retired by this age. Of, um, had many title defenses. Facts. Was a legend. Look, the Prince Nassim said it, man. You've either got it or you don't. I've supported you, bang. I've supported you, bang. I said the antics were great. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I've I've watched his debut fight and I was like, I expect things from this this kid because obviously Mm. his dad's big fan of his dad's and for that, I've supported him throughout his career. I said he he could come back after the Billy Joe loss. I even said he could come back after the Groves loss. But Mm. yeah, you've had enough tries. Call it a day. Bro, There's nothing out there. For you. Look, unless you're happy to do these, like I said, these money grab fights. If you do run the Conor Benting back call, want to if you want to go call out Jake Paul, fine. But as a so serious, risky. Uh, uh, as a risky, <laughs> but no, as, risky. A, <laughs> as a serious, serious guy in the 160 pound division or 168 pound division, let's call it that one. He's what you're not serious to me. You're not someone that I'm looking at. Unless, like I said, unless you fight for a vacant against a bum, but. Every time you've stepped up against a credible opponent, you've fallen short. And it's not looked good for you. But he, the Groves one was, was peak. Especially, I, I won hella bread that day because hella man was saying he was going to smoke Groves. I said, Groves is a sick boxer, you know. They weren't rating it. They were, they, they, were, they were getting bought by the flashy hand speed, blah, blah. I said, cool, just watch. And now this. This this is even worse. So, yeah, yeah. man, he, he's got to finish for me. Um yeah, <laughs> there's, there's there's apparently a rematch clause. And yes, you heard Leo Smith say, yeah, he wants it at 158, so you'll be even more weight drained. <laughs> we saw his dad, his dad crying and screaming when he was meant yep. to wait 157, was it or one? Yeah, yep. 157 it yep. was. Yep, yep, yep. Saying that you're gonna kill my boy. Yeah, leave it. Leave the rematch. I, I think there's, no, I there's think nothing out there for you. Flows for pride. He'll catch you on the rematch though. For pride, I feel like. Fight Billy Joe and retire. Do that. Both of you have a foot in the... Just, yeah, him Billy Joe's going to call it a day as well, to be fair, but yeah. Yeah. Hey, we'll see. Um, Flores, actually, one more thing on Chris Eubank-Smith before we move on to quickly just touch up on the undercard. Um, My question to you is, say he does cash on in the rematch, right? Which I think he will do. And he does win. Which he has every he can do, I guess. Um, yeah. Do you would you then say, okay, cool, maybe you've earned yourself another shot at if you potentially are one of these guys who have got a belt, or are you still saying, mm, like, I'm still not interested in seeing you against them, man? Running back, running back a third time with Smith. Let's see who who's the real winner is or something. Um, I think the only fight out there for him is Billy Joe. Mm. Even if he wins, um, yeah, Conor Ben is it's a farce anyway. We said it's a joke. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. If I think his best bet is to pin the loss on the weight. Yeah. If he does run in right with Liam Smith, then it's it's risky. Because don't forget, he use. as you said, we did say he was winning. He was up, even though it was short. He had him up. At the time. Yeah, it was it was three rounds in. It was three. Yeah. If if like he got stopped to the seventh and was up, then yeah, I guess if he could. Do what he done the third round for the whole fight, then yeah, but mm. he, he could have he done it for one round, really. yeah. <laughs> and then got stopped the next round. So, um, and yeah, it was like a, a one or a combination of shots that completely razzled him. Yeah. So you can say I need to avoid that, but whatever. I don't think there's anything out there for him. I don't think Conor Ben's viable. I don't think any of the champions. Them man don't fight anyway. It's, yeah. He doesn't fight them. He doesn't fight anyway. So that's not possible. I think Billy Joe's talking about coming back. There's needle there. Yep, that's probably that's more interesting to but, me than him even fighting Liam Smith. But Billy even said that for him, unless it's so for him to continue, as we know, it's money. So if they offer up the bag, then he will do it. But otherwise, he said he's trying to work his way back into that world title contention. So he, he's not interested in in my man. No one wants to see Billy Joe either. The only reason I'm saying it was because he's back. He's, yeah. He said he's coming back. Yeah. Um, Billy Joe, Eubank Jr., loser retires. <laughs> winner can then maybe see... Go, go on one more run. And then gets beaten by whoever whoever's next. <laughs> to be fair, Billy, Billy Joe can operate at a high level. We, Billy Joe's like, good still. It's, it, he's been out of the ring for so long. Inactivity and his desire. That's always it with yeah. Billy Joe, I guess. 
but we know he he's can been box. out of the ring for so long. And he's, he, I think he apparently he's put on bare weight. Um, so oh yeah, he would. He always does, anyways. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah, Billy Joe versus him could be compared because Billy Joe's just getting off the couch. Mm. If that makes sense, Billy yeah. Joe's just getting off the couch. So yeah, I would see that. I think that would be because that back and forth would be sweet. Yeah, That's the only fight I want to see you man Junior in. I'll be, I'll be real. Damn. That's the only one. Yeah, man. Yeah, thank, thank, thanks for the trolling, bro. But it is time to finish, man. It really is. Yeah. Um, and shout out to Liam Smith, man. Um, underdog with the bookies, underdog with everyone, really. Um, as we said, people made money off him. hundred percent. I'm jealous. <laughs> um, he he did his thing, man, and he's kind of a shot himself a shot at least over 154, 160, maybe another title shot. So we know he was a champion at 154, so I know he does want to become a two-weight world champion if he can, or two-time world champion, should I say. Um, but yeah, he, he shout out to him because he's been around for a long time. As you say, he's a tough guy and a good boxer. Good boxer. Family. Yeah. Fa- good boxing family as well, man. Good boxing family. They've all, yeah, they've all done their thing. So shout out to Liam Smith. I, I will say as well, because yeah. people ask me, does he have a chance? And I was like, he has way more. I, I said, yeah. He has a chance, and he has way more of a chance than people are giving him credit for. Oh yeah, absolutely. during the build-up, I, I was surprised to see how many people were fully siding with Eubank. And the, the, I was surprised by I, yours bro, as well. I've, I've always found that there's, there's always been a fascination with Eubank, and just people just gravitate towards him because obviously, if you like him, you, you he's like Mama. You either love him or hate him. But yeah, I feel like Eubank be tricking you. He be tricking y'all, man. He, he <laughs> binge. No, he's been look from day one, from the gross time. Yeah, like, he's been tricking people because. Mm. He's, he always he always looks in great shape, and he, he shows does. amazing hand speed, and he talks well, and like in the ring, when great you see sparring him, videos. It's like when you see him with the videos sparring and training, he looks incredible, a million dollars. Yeah, but bro can't box. This this is the same guy that had hasn't had a trainer until now. Yeah. So mm. he, he's been tricking people, man. Been yeah, there's always been excuses. There's always been reasons as to why he hasn't fulfilled his potential. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he's, you're right. He's, he's, he's been he's, tricking, he's he's tricking everyone. And everyone likes to gravitate to blah, blah, man. He's not him. He's never been him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Liam Smith, man. Yeah. Um, done his yeah. thing. Um, yeah. One of the fans as well. Sure. Um, quick, quick, you touch upon the undercard flows because there was a couple, quite a couple men that are noticeable on the undercard. We'll start with Joseph Parker against this Jack Massey. Yo, Parker's another one, man. Clock's ticking. Clock's ticking. I've said he he offered. He, there's nothing can offer the heavyweight division at the top level anymore. That's that was so apparent against this Massey guy. Massey's a, a cruiserweight. He's just come up now to heavyweight. Um, you expect Parker to a, a former world champion at heavyweight and fought in world title fights, unifications, etc., to really show his class in there. And set himself apart from this new challenger who's just come up to wait. And he, he didn't even do that, bro. He won the fight in my eyes, clearly. It was, he clearly won the fight, etc. But mm. yeah, man, again, it's just, I just don't see it, man. I just don't see it anymore, Parker. I really don't. And it's the same situation, obviously. He's not a killer. He's too nice. Same thing, really, with every Parker fight, man. Um, yeah, it just, the performance wasn't it for me. It really wasn't it for me. Um, this Massey guy, he grew in confidence towards the end of the fight and started throwing off his own combinations and, you know, launching his own big bombs. And Parker never really rocked this guy once to be, well, not really hurt. He he rocked him a few times, but he didn't really hurt him, hurt him, if you know what I mean. And yeah, you expect Parker, like I said, to separate himself from guys like this. And he didn't even separate himself. So Lord knows what's next for Parker, man. But he ain't, he's he's not at top level anymore. So yeah, I, I don't know what next, I don't know what's, what's next for him. Yeah, um, I'm tired of talking about Joe Parker. <laughs> he's, he does not for anything, doesn't bring anything. Yeah, man. Several several disappointing performances. Facts. Now. Yeah. In like the last two, three years. Yeah. Um, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> whatever um, team, no, he's just there. Yeah. SU Man Congo, bro. This was potentially mm. a fight of a night candidate. Um, we, we, we saw the needle between the two of them and the press side. We like we liked the spice talk. <laughs> they were going at it, both of them. Um, yeah. this one was a close fight, man. Real close fight. Complete clash of styles. Chris Congo is great. He's lanky. He's um very tall and rangy. And mm. for I think for the first half of the fight, for me, he looked the better guy. He was boxing well on the outside, using his jab. 
Essie Man was quite a bit smaller than him and she was shorter and stockier. So Essie Man, his game plan was to try obviously try to get on the inside and get Congo against the ropes and really rough him up, etc. And in the first half of the fight, I thought Congo was dealing with that pressure well. And he was catching Essie Man every time he tried to come inside with the jab and with a couple of combinations. And he looked good. But Essie Man being a pressure fighter, you know how you know how it always is with pressure fighters. If they keep, you know, if you don't hit them hard enough, they will keep on coming and applying that pressure which is what he kind of did. And Congo faded in the second half of the fight where Esteban was really trying, was able to get Congo up against the ropes and really rough him up. Sean Porter style. You know what I mean, Flo? It's like, <laughs> smother his own yeah. work, but sometimes land some big bombs, blah, blah. And um, yeah, um, I guess that pressure in the end told because they gave Esteban the, the MD. But I thought it was a real close fight, to be honest. I could have scored. I yeah. Did I even score? I can't remember how I scored it. I might have even scored it a draw, but I, it was a super close fight. Um, yeah, Arshon Congo because like I said I thought that first six rounds I was really liking his work man I thought he looked really slick in there yeah I think Congo don't want to take away anything from Essie man but I think Congo allowed himself to lose rounds by chilling on the ropes that was so, so stupid <laughs> so and stupid. it looked like he, he was willingly chilling on the ropes because he thought yeah. he could set traps for him maybe it was to do with fatigue as well but you just being on those ropes even with it being scrappy, you, you give Essamon more space to work. Even yeah. though he wasn't even utilising the Essamon really, yeah, he, he has more he's space He's smothering of his work. Yeah. yeah. But you allow him to have more space to work and to control the story of the fight yeah. in that portion. Yeah. Because you're on the ropes leaning and he's the one applying pressure and he's the one who's volume punching. So even if he's not landing and he's smothering, he's working those portions and you're landing some stuff. Yeah. You, you're scoring it and you have to, or the judges will be giving Bro, it to Essie. Exactly that. I preferred Congo's work throughout the fight, mm. but 100% Essieman won the story by the end because of the fact yeah. that he was the one that looked like he was dictating the pace by the fact that Congo was cheering on the ropes kind of thing. Yeah. He looked like he was the one forcing the issue every single time. And yeah, that's a and he was, he, was, he, was hurting, he was hurting Congo in those late rounds as well. He caught yep. him a few times. Yep. And... Once you're hurt in that situation, that's that's his round. That's yeah. his round. <laughs> and it's just because you're chilling on the ropes. Like half of the stuff aren't landing or hurting you. Yeah. But boom, one shot lands, boom, and then now you're so, so, suddenly you're yeah, yeah. Boom, that's his round. Yeah, man. And I think he got hurt in the last rounds. Yeah. And he started then he started boxing brilliantly again. <laughs> That's all you had to do. All you had to do, like I said, the first six rounds were superb from Congo in my eyes, and he just had to carry on doing that. But yeah, yeah I, I don't know what. Yeah, it might have been fatigue. It's tough, man. Like I said, they're both knackered. I don't think Congo's done twelve rounds before, has he? No, I think that might be his first one. Um, yeah, or maybe second. Maybe Essie hasn't done. But great fight though. Another British oh, yeah. title fight, which is yep. my favorite title fight. I would like to see them two running back. I won't lie. I like to see. I like to see yeah. them running back. Um, there's clearly a rivalry there, so I, yeah. I and they know each other apparently quite well. So well, not quite, but they they were in the same gyms before, etc. So I I I would like to see them them two running back. And I think Congo, if he can stick with his game plan from this first six, it's great. But like I said it's tough when it's a pressure fighter and you don't necessarily have the power to keep them off you for twelve rounds. It's like I said, it's not just a battle of your of your of your conditioning. But it's a battle of the mind as well, so it's the, your wills because this guy's keeps on coming, and you can't get you can't get you can't get away. So um, yeah, it's harsh on Congo in that one, but yeah, it was it was it was, it was a good fight. Um, Rakpo Kolaki, <laughs> this fight was funny, Floyd, because I said to, I said to my people, was like this 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 ain't going twelve. Rakpo's gonna knock him out at some point because you know Rakpo hits like a train. But I thought at least Howard Foster would at least give my man a chance, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, this is almost a typical Rapport fight. Rapport, to me, does never ne- doesn't really necessarily look great, to be honest, yeah. all the time. But you just know once he hits you, it's almost, it's almost like, what, obviously I'm not going to say it's technically as bad as Wilder, but it's similar to the Wilder syndrome in the sense that Rapport, he doesn't throw many punches. He's not busy. He's not a volume puncher. But when he lands, it's night night. And again, this this Polish guy was outworking Rakpo. I felt like he was trying to force the issue. Rakpo was even fighting on the back foot in some play, in exchanges. 
But I said it's over when we got Paul Lance for him. And I think it was what? Was it the first round where he hurt him? Or it might be second. I think it was the first I, round. Wait. Bro, I didn't watch it. I okay, you missed I, it. I, 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 I'll tell you where so, I, I tuned in. I'm pretty sure it was I purposely didn't watch it. Well, not I purposely did. I was, I was busy at the yeah, time. Yeah. I had it on, but I wasn't paying attention until literally the last round. The round where it ended. I think it was the second round. He, dropped, he stopped him. It might have been third. Yeah. It was super early. Let me even double check just to make sure. Um, I think it was second because if that's the case, yeah, I had it on, but I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, a fight yeah. which I, I wanted to pay attention to. Okay, to fourth so round. So it, might, it, it might have been the second round where out of nowhere, one big bomb from Reactor has hurt my man, hurt my man, and okay. this guy actually touched the ropes. He touched his his glove touched the floor, but it was so yeah. faint that they actually started to count from. You heard the guy that's like, "Oh, what?" But the referee, I don't think, didn't clock it, so he, he waved them on. So okay. he actually did get knocked out, but yeah, he didn't get counted as a knockdown. But that was just one big bomb from Rackpaw, hurt my man. I'm thinking, yeah, it's only a matter of time. If he lands another big shot like that again, it's it's a wrap. In the fourth round, bro, he's landed a big shot again and hurt uh, my man. And there was no, bro, there was no count, nothing. As soon as he was hurt again, the second time, Hal Foster's jumped in the end of the fight. I said, yeah. yo, at least but at least give Bye Bye the chance. Like let him go down, let him you know take a count or something. How far just came and saved him straight away. Straight away, bro. So I thought I feel like it was way too premature. But obviously it was delaying the inevitable, as we know, Flores, because we knew Reactpool was, as you said, Reactpool hits like a flipping train and he was always gonna get him out of there. But I thought he would at least let my man take a count, you get me? But yeah. Yeah. That's that's how I thought stuff for you. That's when I was when I was watching around and then it came to the stoppage. I was just staring at Howard Foster. I was thinking, because he couldn't wait to get jump in. So I saw that and I asked you, uh, was Garaki down before? Was he was he getting beaten up? And he was like, he was, but um, basically what you've just said, you explained yeah. the fight to me. I was like, There was yeah, no count. Yeah. I was looking at Howard Foster. We had Paul Lads a shot that hurts Garaki. He backs away into the corner. We had Paul unloads, misses everything, or half of it gets blocked. Then the first shot that lands in, the, in that corner, so the next shot that actually lands, boom, Howard Foster was in, stopped, waved off the fight. You know, like, how, Flores, you know how we've said we sometimes do, you can just see that the itching, the ref is itching to yeah. jump in and stop it. And haven't we said that Howard Foster is a well-known offender for this? Yeah. <laughs> itching to worse. stop it and jump in. So, yeah. As, I mean, look, I get it. Blackpool is meant to beat Glowacki, delaying the inevitable, whatever. This is co-main event of, of a pay-per-view card. Yeah, yeah. Don't treat, don't, don't treat, if it's co-main event, don't treat him like he's a journeyman. Yeah, man. Because we saw the chance Eubank got. Yep. We saw Eubank was wobbling across the ring <laughs> and was allowed to kid you. This yeah. guy didn't even touch the canvas. Mm-hmm. Didn't even touch, he got, he got hit with a shot. Back to the way, was blocking most of it, was carrying away almost. He was hurt. He was yeah. probably going to get go down regardless. But this is co-main event. Yeah. This guy's fought for world titles. Yeah. You're, you're calling, you're, you're calling like, you're robbing the public. Like, uh, like, is, it, is, it, is this a competitive boxing fight or not? Yeah, man. They treat I it as But I know what they're doing. React for it's It's... They're building guys, them up. Stat, yeah. yeah, stat padded, IA, not yep. out quicker than a Coley is what is... React yeah. still isn't ready, by the way. Still isn't ready. But with such power, it's hard to ignore him, if you know what I mean, Flores. But yeah. he isn't ready to me. Um, I like him to be to throw more punches, personally. I think we said the same against Juma as well. Like, Juma yeah. was outworking him, outlanding him until he landed the big bombs. I like him to be a bit more active but yeah, that's just going forward. But yeah, I'll still say he isn't ready yet. But they'll run it back with Billum Smith, and that's a good. That's yes, a good fight. and then from um, then there'll be a world title shot. I think maybe. Yeah, yeah. we'll see. Yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, man, that's it for that card. Um, that, well, that, that's what I, caught. I think. Those are the yeah. I caught Parker, Su Man, Reactpour, and then that. Fight. And your cousin, dude. I did. Which cousin, bro? <laughs> I ain't got no Big cousin boxes, bro. Big Freeze. Uh, oh, dude, I can't remember. Shut you worked with him, I, I, sorry. I, <laughs> you worked with him. No. Your boy is like, <laughs> what are you talking about, bro? <laughs> I swear you said you worked with him before. No, nah, like, man. But, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing that he won, though. He, he stopped his guy in four rounds. 
yeah. The guys never been stopped, but yeah. yeah. Anyway, I, 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 I never saw his fight, but I, I did see his comments saying he fancies a bit of Parker. Boy, I think I think uh, he has every right to fancy that. Yeah, everyone everyone can feel that now. Yeah. See, Parker, look at yourself. You're food for these man now. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, man. Let's uh let's 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 call time on that card. Let's talk about the card for next week, Flores. Um it's another card, it's a big card. Big, big, big war title fight coming to London. Lions in the camp. Lions. Mm. Anthony Yard is back. The hey, challenging, man. challenging for three of the belts in the light heavy division against the guy that many people see as the number one in the light heavyweight division, the monster himself, Arta Baturbiev. It's finally here, Flows. Um, yeah, man, we got to talk about it, man. We got to talk about it. I will say this first, three off the bat, Flows. Mm. <laughs> Pretty simple statement. I think everyone knows this ain't going 12 rounds. Yeah, facts. With the, with the power both of these men have, they're both monster punches. This, this, there's no way this is going twelve rounds. I, I, I'll be, I'll be so shocked if this goes twelve rounds. Someone's getting stopped, and I hate to say it because I'm rooting for him and I want him to win. I want him to win badly because I'm a fan of him and for the UK as well. But I'm afraid I think Anthony Yard has taken another KO loss to another Russian in the world title fight again. Flows. Um. It's just, I can't see past Bivol and Baturbiev for that division, man. They're just too good. Yeah. And Baturbiev is, uh, Bivol is one kind of scary. Baturbiev is another kind of scary over there, bro. And that, that scary is just the power. I, what is, we, we, we say Baturbiev's have top five biggest punches in, 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 in boxing. Baturbiev has is, got to be easy. It's got to be top five, surely. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah, man. He, he hits so hard. And he's not a bum boxer either. He's not mm. he's, he's not just a powerhouse. He can box. Eastern European. Eastern Europeans know how to box. They're not just some te- you know technicless kind yeah. of people. They 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 box, they box very, very well. It's a high level. Um and at the same time as well, again, I just yours we 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 suppose we discussed it so many times, and it's 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 a pain point for us, isn't it? At this point. Yard's preparation for these fights, man. Just to yeah, jump the, the, the skill, yeah. le- the level gap is is crazy. Again, let me bring up who you lost for. Yeah, we don't know. We don't know this. You, the last guy fought. You saw it, but Stefani Koikov. And so he fought once in the whole of last year, by the way. Once. Yeah. That was against Stefani Koikov, a guy from Bul- from Bulgaria. Uh, that was December, wasn't it? Or was the end of the year when he fought? November. November, yeah. So one, so so one, we've got inactivity, which is an issue as itself. We of his own choice as well, because he was sitting yep. on the couch waiting. Because he's waiting. He he did the same thing for COVID left, didn't he? As well. So <laughs> one, the yeah, inactivity, which is it's just for a world title fight up and coming, is crazy. We understand that it's it's a risk thing. Some fights if they take the risk and they, if they lose, they lose their position, or if they get injured, blah blah blah. But to be fair, Flows, you've tried that waiting route with Kovalev, it didn't work. How about you try the be more active route for this one? Try something different. But yeah, so the activity doesn't help him. Also, this Koykov, oh, I'm trying to get this guy's resume, uh, record. Box working. Oh, 14, 14 uh, fights, two losses. I'm trying to find the biggest name in his record. Flows, before, okay. <laughs> Before he fought Anthony Yard in November, bro, the guy he fought before that had a fight record of 26 wins, 45 losses. The fight he fought before that had a win, had a record of 12 wins, 20 losses. The fight he fought before that, seven wins, nine losses. So but this guy's last three opponents had losing records before <laughs> fighting Anthony Yard. And that's who you're preparing yourself to fight flipping Artur Baturbiev, who was, what, 18 and 18. Have a day off, man. What the hell was that? Yeah. What the hell was that? That's ridiculous. Mm. How does that give you? A, uh, how does that give you a fighting chance? Yeah, you, you've got to sharp, prepare your tools a bit better. Granted, look, Andy Yard is a good boxer, not a bad boxer at all. Yeah. In fact, well, in fact, he has a chance to win. He does have a chance to win. He can do it. Yeah. Um, I want him to do it. I agree. Facts. 
I really want him to do it. And I'll even go out and say, if he does do it, it's probably the biggest British boxing upset. In I agree. I agree. Big, it's bigger than Fury v Klitschko. Actually, ooh, mm, it's on par with that. It's on par with that. Way a second. You know why? Mm. You know why I, I, I stopped myself because because of what Fury has become. Yeah, it's le- it, it seems less of a huge feat if that makes sense. I've, I've, by the I've time, time for that's at that the time crazy. No, that was crazy. no one gave him a chance. No one gave him a yeah. chance. So it's up there with that. I wouldn't say yeah. it's bigger. Okay, it's up there. Yeah. Yeah, it's up there because of how dominant Klitschko was as well. It's, yeah, in fact, yeah, it's it's not as big, but yeah, but it's up there. It's 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 one of the biggest British ups if he does it. That's how big yeah. this task is. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's just not prepared himself enough. We've not seen the the step up in levels. It's just annoying, bro, because he's done that same thing happened again. Like mm. he's criticized that stepping up levels thing with Kovalev. And it's like, this is day job. You've done the same thing again, but against a guy that's even scarier than Kovalev was. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I just want this guy to give himself the best possible fighting chance, man. He deserves that. We Like I said, we, Yard is good. And he's come from he's oh. come from a lot. This is, don't forget, this is someone that hasn't really got any amateur background. You know, so he's achieved so much of limited experience. So that's yeah. why I really want him to win. But stuff like this doesn't help, man, at all. I can't lie. I think it'll come down to the experience because Yard hits hard. Very hard. He's a good boxer, good, yeah. good footwork. Um, Athletic. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. Um, he'll be able to, he's got the fast switch fibers, he can move, yeah. his defense is pretty sound. I beg though he puts his hands uh, up. Though. I beg I beg he puts his hands up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Please um, don't try it too much because this guy hits hard, bro. It's just it's just the experience of yeah. being able to read, to read the fighter, yeah. know when to... Like last time we heard empty the tank now. Empty, yeah, no one yeah, exactly <laughs> no one to do it. Yeah. 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 Um, no when yeah, we saw it with the loss of the Arthur, he felt he was winning when he weren't doing enough. Yeah. No when to throw punches, just things like that. No when to use your tools. And you, you do that by being in learning fights, which he hasn't been. Um but if he puts everything together and has a perfect fight, he can do it. He has the tools to do it, let's be well, honest. He, he has, he has every, look. Boxing, it's, it's, it's you have a, we always have a chance, especially if you're a big puncher, which he is. Yeah, and I will say that what might help him is the fact that Paterbiev is 38 now. So yeah. again, you question the age, but I then look back to Paterbiev's recent performances. He's looked fine for me. <laughs> he, he killed he killed Joe Smith Jr. That was that was what a unification fight. Um, the Marcus Brown fight before that was tough for him because he got cut. But you saw yeah. what happened when they said you, they might stop it. The way he turned up against against young Marcus Brown, yeah. peak. So to me, even at thirty eight or late thirties, he still looks strong to me. But yeah. again, he's not invincible. Yeah, you saw that's it. the he thing. He's, he's not. You saw it. Callum Johnson, who was also another monster puncher, dropped him quite viciously. Actually, it was a big big, big punch. <laughs> Yeah. So much so that I don't like even everyone. I don't think Johnson clocked how hurt Paterbiev was. Like he was proper hurt. And if if Johnson actually then emptied the tank at that yard, <laughs> he could have actually won that fight because yo Johnson proper dropped him, bro. Serious drop. Yeah. And again, you say, when I bagged him up. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think Paterbiev dropped him. Then he dropped yeah. Then, yeah. But yeah. Yeah, but he let he let Paterbiev recover though, and that's why obviously <laughs> that was inexperience again. That's what experience is key, bro. Key. But um, yeah, but he got the back of blood real quick. He said, "Eh, cool," and it ended it. But my point is, a big puncher got to Paterbiev in Callum Johnson, and Anthony Yard himself is a huge puncher. So this can he that could potentially he can he can maybe drop him and get to him. He might even do it. He might even drop him. <laughs> yeah, hey, he could. He could. He, he, I, I'm 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 really just hoping that look, Yard has done film film study, bro. He worked with the game plan tactics. Not just Yard, bro. Tunde. Tunde. I'm praying they've done everything possible. Mm. Like, we, outside of fighting, <laughs> step up fight, everything possible yeah. outside of that. I hope they've done it because this is, you don't get these opportunities twice. Yeah. And yeah, like you say, Paterbiev is 38. He's been down. He's been cut. He looks like, they've said, people said they've seen vulnerabilities. Yep. 
Doris Yard, man. Yeah, do it, man. <laughs> Lives of the cat falling there. I, I, I really want him to do it. I just have to have my boxing hat out on here, and I'll be honest. I, I, I'll say Batovia for KO, I think. But I will yeah. be, bro. I will be over the moon if Yard does it, and I'll happily take. You know, people might say, "Ah, oh, you got it wrong." I'll happily be wrong. I will happily be wrong if Yard can do this. I just, yeah, I'm just thinking logically here and and being, you know, as as logical as I can with my boxing hat on. Um. <sighs> It should be a good fight. And again, let's tune in because, like I said, I don't think it's going to go 12 rounds. It can't go 12 rounds. They, they hit too hard, both of these men. It can't go 12 oh. rounds. Um, But yeah, I just hope Yard can get to him before he gets got. <laughs> yeah. Don't get greedy as well, you know, Yard. Facts. That's another thing yeah. you can't do. Don't yeah. get greedy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, huge facts. Yeah. But once again, if this if he pulls this off, this is a huge win. This is the top... For me, top five definitely mm. British boxing mm. upsets mm. has to be. Mm. Yes, yeah, it's, 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 it, no, it's, it's 100 percent up there. Not when your best wins. Who, who's his best win? Lyndon Arthur. It's Arthur, bro. It's Lyndon Arthur. Yeah, Lyndon Arthur. Bro, we said oh, Yard's resume is full of guys that we've never heard of, never wore here of again, and Lyndon yeah. Arthur. It's a crazy resume. Crazy, crazy resume. Dex Bellman. Yeah. He... Oh yeah, and Dex Bellman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> that was better for me, bro. That's That's yeah, I'm saying, I, at least I know of him, but I'm saying the other guys, I don't yeah. know who they are. Like, yeah, like, they 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 be finding some opponents for yard, boy. I, I don't know where they grab grab them from, but maybe finding the maddest opponents. This guy just yeah. goes out to Spain and has a fight and comes back. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm looking oh, at man. no, these bad. No. Nah. I've said it only like three have Wikipedia pages or something. Yeah, it's all resume. Yeah. Kovalev, Yard, I mean, so Kovalev, Arthur, and wait, two other guys, Sek and Skiloyska. They always, always some random Eastern European as well. Yeah, man. Crazy resume. But yeah, Lions in the camp. We'll see how he does, but it's going to be a tough one, man. Real tough one. I'm looking forward to it, though, man. It should be explosive. And again, I guess we're going we're gonna to get a KO at some point. So yeah, man, I look forward to it. Um, yeah. Yeah, um, that's it in terms of um, previews and reviews, flows. Um, anything hot on the Twitter boxing streets this week? <laughs> uh, that's it. I think we covered. We covered. Mm. Yeah, we covered everything. I, I, don't, I don't think anything happened too tough on in, in terms of boxing news this week. To be fair, um, just I'm more. Just seeing back Connor Ben post. Yeah, yeah, crowds. yeah. But we'll get yeah. on to him later. Yeah. Bus case first, Connor Ben, before you yeah. start your, your chatting. Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll wait yeah. and see. All right. Well, then, if that's the case, episode 126 of the Tractors and Podcast. Once again, I'll be your boy Cam. I'm your boy Flows. And make sure you keep supporting, liking, rambling views. Peace. <laughs>